0: Into to another edition of the Sibling Rivalry Podcast, a show all about college football where the conversations are lively, the topics irreverent, and the hosts are semi-knowledgeable. I'm Madison and I'm joined as always by my brother Pierce. Pierce, how are you?
1: Doing great. Bowl season's officially underway and uh, it's an exciting time of year for, uh, for college football, I'll tell you that much.
0: Yeah, we will be out and about not doing our normal sit by the TV and watch all of the bowl games, so we wanted to go ahead and And do a kind of a quick rapid fire of all 39 of the bowls. Get that out for y'all. A couple of the games have already happened, but that's okay. We just will uh, still go over where we thought, uh, what we thought was going to happen and where our confidence in those games were. Uh, as I just said, it was a confidence pick We went through and numbered 1 through 39, 1 being this is my least confident, 39 being this is absolutely going to happen. Uh, we made our picks before the games last night, so we uh, we made sure everything was kosher. We just didn't get a chance to sit down and actually record the episode yet, so we are excited to bring that to you however late it actually is. While we will not be sitting around the TV necessarily watching every single minute of action as as it happens, we will be sure to keep you up to date on social media with our thoughts. I'm sure we'll find some local bars to go to in the New York area to catch some of these games. So uh, super excited. The the uh, handles on that will be linked in the show notes below. Go ahead and give us a follow so that you don't miss any of the action. Uh, we've got some fun things planned in the offseason for y'all. So, Also, make sure you're going ahead and subscribing to the Uh, podcast wherever you get your podcasts from and make sure to share 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 so that we can have others along for the ride it just helps Uh, every little bit helps so without further ado Pierce I know that you have been struggling you're laboring right now even looking over your confidence on these picks
1: yeah I'm rattled I'm rattled I had a couple numbers on there twice and uh it was a numbers game for sure
0: yeah it's hard to keep track of where you did, where you have the teams and whatever, and, and even as you're going through and doing the confidence, you're going, okay, yeah, that's probably about a seven, and yeah, that's probably like a nineteen, and then you get to some games and you're going, well, the only number I've got left is thirty-five, and I'm not confident in that <laughs> one.
1: Yeah, I, I some of the later bowl games, I was not anticipating those matchups, and. Uh... Had to go back and reevaluate some of the earlier games.
0: Absolutely. Well, let's get into it, Pierce. Yesterday, uh, Buffalo and Charlotte started out the action. I had, or rather the uh, the line on that, Buffalo was giving six and a half points. That game was the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl. I think it's in and of itself a game to just go through and look at the names of these bowls because some of them are a doozy. The uh, next
1: one's incredible. Yeah, this <laughs> is true.
0: Uh, the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl, uh, and I had Buffalo... And I had that as a two. Unfortunately, I should have ranked that a little bit higher because Buffalo won thirty-one to nineteen. Where did you have? What did you have on this game?
1: I had ten on Buffalo. Um, I felt good about them, but again, it's it's tough to really pull the trigger on some of these games. Um, I, you know, obviously in hindsight, I would have thrown a little bit more, kind of like you said. But I'm happy with the ten. They got the job done. They really. It was a pretty good effort uh, by Charlotte, but they couldn't. They couldn't score. It was a little little too late when they got in the end zone and Buffalo just really did damage and did a number of on the ground. Um, That's, that's really where they, uh, they separated themselves in this game. So it was a good one to watch.
0: Absolutely. The next game that happened last night was the tropical smoothie cafe Frisco bowl. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like something you would order at tropical smoothie. It's it's I'll have the Frisco bowl, please. Uh, that that game was between Utah State and Kent State. Utah State was getting six and a half points. You and I both had Utah State. Uh, I wagered nineteen points. You wagered how many? Six, mm. six here. Ooh, I'm kicking myself now because Kent State won fifty-one to forty-one. Bit of a shootout there, Pierce. But uh, ultimately, we both lose that. I've just lost a little bit more points, which is unfortunate.
1: Yeah, this was uh this was a fun game to watch too. It was uh, up and down football. Uh, Kent State just, you could tell right away, I was like, uh-oh. Kent State shows no signs of slowing down on offense. This is going to be a, a high-scoring game, and I don't know why I overlooked Kent State in hindsight, but uh, knowing some of the teams that Utah State's had in the past, just felt like they might be a little bit more prepared and, and want this game a little bit more, but not to be, so... Chalk that up as an L for both of us.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, I've got a fair amount of points on this next one, too. This is going to be the first one of today on Saturday. Uh, It's the New Mexico Bowl between the Central Michigan Chippewas and the San Diego State Aztecs. Uh, The line on that is Central Michigan is getting three and a half points. I have Central Michigan at an 18-18. Uh, I just was kind of looking at how these teams had done throughout the season. And ultimately it came down to the fact that central Michigan's got a pretty stout offense uh, San Diego state to their credit has a pretty good defense, but uh, you know, again, it's, it, I don't know a lot about these teams. But I just thought to myself, Hey, I think central Michigan uh, gets it done offensively if it's going to be a bit of a shootout. So that was my thoughts there. Hopefully I don't lose a fair amount of points again. What did you think in this game or what do you think in this game?
1: I, I, I leaned – I kind of was going back and forth. I was on the fence here. Uh, I have this as a 12. I just wasn't quite sure if I was – if it was enough to put me in You've a – You've got San Diego State? A, yeah, I've got – so I've got San Diego State at a 12. Excuse me. Um, San Diego State's played very well on defense this year. I think that the Central Michigan Chippewas overachieved in, in year one under Jim McElwain. Um He's a good coach, but I think it'll it's going to take a little bit more time. And um, I think you're going to see some of these, a lot of these MAC schools that uh, played well throughout the year, just kind of struggle a little bit. And San Diego State's got a legit program, so I like the uh, the Aztecs um, to pull this one out. But I haven't met a 12 because I'm not so confident in in putting them in the upper echelon, but still feel good about them.
0: All right, this next one, the Liberty Flames and the Georgia Southern Eagles are squaring off in the FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl, which is another doozy. Um, Liberty, when we picked this game, Liberty is getting four points. That line's moved a little bit. Liberty's getting a little bit more now. Uh, And I'm riding heavy, heavy with the Eagles. I've got them at a 23. Lock it in. I like this game uh, for Georgia Southern.
1: Yeah, this was another one I wrestled with. Uh, It's hard for me to pick against a... School in the state of Georgia, Um, partially just because it it seems like when you flip on the channel um, and start watching any college team, there's, you know, some of their better players seem to be from the state of Georgia. Um, You see that throughout all levels. Uh, But I think ultimately with the spread option attack of Georgia Southern. Um, Liberty will have some time to, to prepare for that. It won't be a normal, you know, they've had multiple weeks to prepare for this, not just one. And I like Liberty's downfield passing attack to be the difference in this one, as well as they are getting five. So I'm happy or four and a half, whatever you have that number at. So I like, I like the points here and, uh, Liberty, um, with a 14 confidence rating.
0: Dang Pierce, this next one, the line must moved a lot since I saw it yesterday, the Cherubundi Boca Raton bowl, uh I when I picked Cherubundi? It, the Cherubundi Boca Raton. What is Bowl. That? Cherubundi. I think that's gotta be some kind of brand. I don't know. Look it up.
1: Holy cow. Um when
0: I when I originally selected this game, Pierce, I had SMU at getting or giving three and a half points. But uh people in Vegas must really be liking the Pony Express because that line now I'm looking has moved to seven. We picked it at three and a half. That's what we're gonna pick it at. Uh Florida Atlantic of course lost their head ball coach Lane Kiffin to Ole Miss, so they'll be without him today. Uh or I guess that is yeah it's today. Uh and SMU uh that's why ultimately Pierce I did pick SMU is because even I think even seven I probably would give my pick to smu but i picked out at a 37 when the line was three and a half uh, i just think fau not having their head coach uh on the field and also smu being fired up because they don't typically i mean they, they've they just released really st- since uh the the 80s i guess it was when they received the death penalty have struggled so this is just a bigger game for them they had a really good year um and this is going to be a bit of a shootout uh i like smu
1: yeah i i like smu as well i i this would have been interesting to see if Lane Kiffin had had stuck around and at least co- coached through the bowl game. Um, FAU had a, had a great season. I might have been inclined to, to go with the Owls in this one, but I like what SMU has done this this year uh, under Shane Bouchelle. They have the number six scoring offense in the country, which is uh, is pretty crazy, and and they also have uh, all the sidekicks that Bouchelle is going to need with Xavier Jones and James po- Prochet. Um playing and healthy in this one, Uh, I like it to be SMU in a shootout.
0: All right, Pierce, another Florida school in the Camellia Bowl. I'm not sure what that means. Um, The Camellia Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama. Of course, I'm seeing that line right now, or when we picked it, FIU was getting two and a half points uh, versus Arkansas State. That line has moved a little bit, but again, we picked it at two and a half. So um, I liked... I don't know much about either of these teams, but ultimately I've only seen one of them play in person, and that was the Arkansas State Red Wolves. So I did roll with Arkansas State giving the 2.5 points, um, and I have that at a 24.
1: Yeah, I I agree with that. I I feel confident in in Arkansas State. Um, It it always is a little bit. There's a little bit of hesitation going against the South Florida schools or just Florida schools in general, especially, you know, the UCFs and, and, and even USF back, you know, the last decade have really had some good teams, especially with some of the top teams in Florida struggling. But I like Arkansas State here uh, to cover the two and a half um, at an eight confident.
0: All right. He's got it eight. I got it at 24. So far, it's going to be pretty interesting. The things I'm confident in, you're not as confident and vice versa. So. There's is uh this is could potentially be a blowout on either side. All right. <laughs> the Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl, or as it's lovingly being called, the Peterson Bowl. Chris Peterson, of course, coaching his last game at Washington. Uh Boise State, the team he'll be coaching against, is the team that gave him his uh, you know, immediate success and his his shot. Uh, to be a head ball coach so that's going to be an interesting send off for him and super pumped to watch this game tonight Pierce uh, Boise State is going to be receiving three and a half points and I I really like Washington in this game I have them at a 30 I think that they uh, the boys the Huskies are going to want to send their head ball coach off with a win and it's just going to mean more to them statistically uh, you know I was leaning more towards Boise State because they have the more high-powered offense but uh, this is pretty much a pick, uh, you know a straight up pick because of the fact that it's three and a half points. And I think that Washington gets it done by a whole touchdown.
1: Yeah, I actually, uh, I'm on the other side of this one. I feel like we've kind of been going against each other in all regards. Um, I would have had Boise state higher confident rating. I have met three, uh, and, and because of the reasons you mentioned Chris Peterson and his farewell game, uh, against his former team, um, you, you would think they would come out inspired. They do have uh, two of their better players, Hunter Bryant and Trey Adams, their offensive tackle. Um, they're both sitting out for the Huskies. Uh and and ever since Boise made the switch at QB during the middle of the season, uh, they've gone on a six six and and0 streak since then and really have been putting up points. So give me Boise State uh plus the points and um I said three confidence rating.
0: All right. In the R and L Carriers New Orleans Bowl tonight, the App State Mountaineers are taking on the UAB Blazers. Uh, that when we picked it, the App State Mountaineers were giving 16 and a half points, and you know how I hate a big point spread. Um, I was went to school in Birmingham. I know how awesome it is to see UAB after their program essentially being killed off by the AD uh, being back and in a bowl. I do think App State gets it done. They're a pretty legit team, but I don't know if they get it done by 17 points. So for that reason, I'm going with a confidence pick of 28. The UAB Blazers. What about you, Pierce?
1: Yeah, I and I've I've watched a, a little bit of UAB this year and I like what they've done. Um and they and every time you think they're out, they they find a way to to uh to get the win. So they're a scrappy bunch. But it's it's going to be hard to I'm taking App State at 20. I'm nervous about the point spread. I feel confident that App State will win by double digits. Um I'm going and because of that I'm going to go ahead and roll with App State. Um they've they've been really good all year beat north carolina early in the year uh so they've proven they can do it against some of the the power five schools um so no signs here of of them letting up i think they get the job done um by 17 but it it might be a little close close to the number so I, i like your pick but uh i feel confident that app state will will score points and hopefully get get over that 17 mark
0: in the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl down in Tampa, Florida. You were
1: ready to say that one, weren't you?
0: <laughs> the Bad Boy Mowers <laughs> Gasparilla Bowl. Um, that's on Monday, Pierce, at 2:30 Eastern Time. The UCF Knights are taking on the Marshall Hunt Thundering Herd. Uh, UCF, another major point spread here. UCF is giving 17 and a half points. Um, I even though I don't love a big point spread UCF is legit in my eyes and I am taking the Knights at a confidence point of seven not super confident in it but I do think that that is probably the most likely to have a big, big big point spread and I think that they blow out the Marshall Thundering herd down in Florida they don't have to travel as much just down the road I ten a little bit as opposed to coming all the way from West Virginia so that factored in a little bit too
1: so and you did you say this was at 17.5 and and okay okay yeah, it's it's really hard in these bowls to to go against the points. Um, I've seen. I, I I do like UCF's offense. Marshall has a great defense. They they play great team defense. Um, I expect it to be a little bit lower scoring, but I'm a little bit worried about Marshall's Marshall being able to slow down. UCF's pace um so if UCF starts to get it going early this could be a dangerous game but I, but because Marshall has such a good defense I'm gonna go Marshall uh plus the 17 and a half uh I like that hook of of the half point and um not very confident in this obviously uh I'm gonna go with a two confidence rating
0: all right we're both not very confident in that one it could go either way ultimately rolling with UCF of course the uh a couple years ago they won a national championship for god's sakes yeah, all right people forget <laughs> Pierce on tuesday at 8 p.m eastern time the sofi hawaii bowl that game is happening uh between or being played between hawaii and byu hawaii is getting two points on that game at the time of picking um so pretty much a straight up who you think is going to win when you have got a point spread like that um and ultimately for the same for an opposing reason of why i picked ucf um just kidding. For the same reason I picked UCF, I had to remember what I said. Um, I picked UCF because they're a little bit closer to home, um, and that's is going to ring true for Hawaii and BYU. It's a long trek from Utah to Hawaii, and I think that ultimately the Rainbow Warriors are able to win versus the Cougars because they're a little more well rested. They've got their home crowd. Hawaii gets you know kind of fired up in those things. They're going to have the dance going on, and at a point spread of two points, I'm taking Hawaii in the Hawaii Bowl.
1: I like that play. Um, I like the, the points you hit on. I'm, I'm again, going to be on the other side, though. I think I feel a little bit more confident in BYU um, just based on their body of work this year. Hawaii had a great year, and yes, I am worried that it's played in their backyard. Um, that being said, in these bowl games, the players tend to get down there earlier, and it's not as crazy of a turnaround as you a know, week-to-week type of game. And I, I again I really like how Baylor played against some of the uh some of the big dogs that they played this year and that only having to cover two points um, I feel pretty confident in BYU I'm gonna have this one at 36.
0: I forgot to mention I've only got mine at 12. Okay. so Pierce is more confident than me but we're going on opposite sides of the coin there so it should be interesting to see how that shakes out the walk-ons Independence Bowl is Thursday at 4 4- p uh, 4 p.m. Eastern that game is between the Louisiana tech bulldogs and the Miami hurricanes. Um, Louisiana tech is going to be receiving six points on that game. I will tell you right now, I really wrestled with this back and forth. I don't have a ton of faith in Manny Diaz and company. Um, I think that it's going to be hard for them to get up for this. It is, is down in Shreveport, which is Louisiana tech's backyard. Um, which can be a hit or miss thing. It can mean that people aren't as fired up because, you know, it's only being played in their backyard, or it could mean that Louisiana Tech's packing out the house. I doubt that a lot of Miami Hurricanes fans are going to be traveling to Shreveport. um, And ultimately Louisiana Tech has a pretty good offense. Miami's got a pretty good defense. So it was very back and forth for me, back and forth. But I did go with Louisiana Tech and I picked them um, at a 10.
1: Yeah, I, um, it's funny. I just looked at my, sheet and some of the some of the plays that I've had on the board for for a while now you know since we did we we did the numbers and the rankings um I'm I'm surprised that I I have this pick I'm not surprised that it's a low confidence rating of only four um I'm gonna go Miami uh to cover the six it's a tough one because I agree with all the points you said and I was nodding my head and then I looked down at the sheet and I went, oh, my gosh, I have the opposite. <laughs> and I, I was like, yeah, she's backing me this time. But no, uh, I'm going to go Miami because I think they're going to shock. I remember thinking they're going to shock the world. They're just they've got the better talent. Um, they've got to come out and play well. I'm a little bit worried about Louisiana Tech having their quarterback and receiver back. They They only lost three games this year their two conference games were without their starting quarterback and and their top-ranked receiver and then their third loss was the opening game against Texas. So um don't be surprised if Louisiana Tech comes out and and hangs around with Miami. In the end it's hard not to back at under a touchdown a more talented team in Miami. So uh let's let's take Miami at a four confidence rating to shock the world. <laughs>
0: Another Thursday night game at 8pm Eastern. The Quick Lane Bowl being played down, or playing up in Detroit, Michigan. That is between the Pitt Panthers and the Eastern Michigan Eagles. Uh, The line on that is Pitt is giving 11 points and I'll be honest with you, this is another one that I wrestled with. I just didn't know what to do. It wasn't a matter of who I was going to pick, but how much confidence I had in them. I did ultimately pick Pitt because if you look at the statistics on the season, if you're giving up more yards than you're getting, then it's not going to be great. Expect against a pit offense. Uh, that's pretty high powered. So I did pick the pit Panthers. I'm not very confident in it, but I'm going to take it at a four. Um, and, uh, hopefully they win. But if I, if they don't, it's not that devastating to me.
1: Yeah. I'm on the same side here. Uh, very similar to you. I I have them at a nine. Um, just not, not crazy confident. Um, that being said, I I do, I feel good about pit winning the game, uh, and and I, I just feel better about their body of work. Uh, I think we're starting to see based off the first two games. I know Kent State ended up pulling it out, um, but I think you're going to see some of the these MAC schools that went six and six or you know seven and five, um, struggle a little bit more in these type of games. And so because of that, I like Pitt, um, at a nine confidence rating.
0: All right, this game, this next game is being played on Friday at noon Eastern, the Military Bowl, which is in Annapolis, Maryland, very fitting name for that bowl. The North Carolina Tar Heels and the Temple Owls will be swearing off. Uh, the line on that is North Carolina giving four and a half points. Uh, and I am pretty confident that North Carolina is going to take care of business. I've got that at a 27, the Tar Heels winning by that full touchdown. Or, four, I mean, five points. I don't know why I got full touchdown. But, yeah, I, I think that they're going to win by five points for sure.
1: Um, I'm on the opposite side here. I like, I have temple. Um, they're still, they still have a lot of the same players that Matt rule and company recruited there. Uh, I like their experience. Um, you've got a young Tar Heels team. That's just, I think going to be a little bit, not, not, I don't know if so shocked by the moment and the big stage. Cause I don't know if that will be the case, but just, I think the Tar Heels under the first year of Mac Brown, again, they, uh, overachieved a little bit. Um, And because of that, I like the experience um, of temple to uh, prevail in this one, giving, getting the points.
0: The New Era Pinstripe Bowl will be Friday at 3.20 Eastern time. Did I say
1: – sorry to interrupt. Did I say the confidence rating? I'm
0: not 100% sure. I was distracted. I, th- I got right
1: it at an 11 rating.
0: Merman entered the room. All right. Um. So, 11 rating for Pierce on that one. I've got it at 27 opposite sides again. This is going to be a very interesting bowl season here in the Browder household. All right, Pierce. The New Era Pinstripe Bowl is Friday at 3.20 Eastern time in New York. The Michigan State Spartans and the Wake Forest Demon Deacons are the two teams selected for that bowl. And Michigan State is going to be giving three and a half points. Um, I uh, picked uh, Wake Forest in that. I think that um, if I... I don't remember why I really did that except for when I'm looking kind of at my uh, score sheet here, they've got a pretty good offense. Defensively, they are going to give up some points, but when I look against the spread, Michigan state is only three and nine against the spread this season. So even if they do win, I don't know if they get it done by the full amount of points. I think we're going to look at a close one and I'm pretty confident at 21 that wake forest keeps it very close. If not winning.
1: I agree. Um, this, I've got Wake Forest plus the points um, at a 13 confidence rating. I, I think Michigan State, looking back on it, uh, was one of my more idiotic takes of the year, saying that I thought they would win the uh, Big Ten. Obviously, that wasn't even close to transpiring. Uh, Michigan State hasn't had the suffocating defense that, they, that we're used to seeing them have, um, and because of that, I think Wake Forest will get the, get things going on the ground early and that'll open up things for for the passing game and uh, it'll be a little bit too much for Michigan State in this one. I like Wake Forest uh, plus the four and a half at 13 confidence.
0: Another Friday matchup at 645 Eastern, the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl being played in Houston, Texas, and that is between the Oklahoma State Cowboys and the Texas A&M Aggies. Um Pierce, despite the fact that they are a ranked team, Oklahoma State, that is, uh, they are going to be receiving seven points um, in that game. So, just kind of shows you the SEC prowess, and I think that people are a little bit sleeping on the Cowboys. I think the Pokes um, are able to cover that spread, and I got that not very confident, though, at a nine.
1: So, I have this one uh, as one of my higher-rated games of the bowl season. I have uh, the opposite side. I have Texas A and M uh, minus seven at a thirty two confidence rating. I think that the Aggies, as long as they come out and and they've got the talent, they they're gonna be more talented than Oklahoma State. I do I, I do hesitate. The only my only hesitation in this one was the points um, because Oklahoma State has some weapons, but at the end of the day, I think this is a, a, a Oklahoma State team who. The Aggies are better than and, and the Aggies did a great job of beating the teams that they were better than the entire season. It was just the the big boys that tripped them up. So give me the Aggies here. I think if they come out and Chimbo Fisher will have them playing well. I think they uh, they prevail on this one by uh, 10 to 10 to 14 um, over Oklahoma State.
0: The San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Say that 10 times fast. The USC Trojans and the Iowa Hawkeyes will be squaring off in that one. Pierce, the USC Trojans will be getting two points on the game. So again, basically a pick em. Um, I didn't really know what to do with this one. I wanted to take USC, but i just am always very nervous picking against Iowa. Uh, USC does not have to travel very far, uh, but I think that it's a bigger game for Iowa to get to go all the way to San Diego for this. And I've got to give the nod to my friend Emily and her Hawkeyes. I am taking Iowa minus the two points at a 15 confidence rating. What about you?
1: Wow, um, I have Iowa at 15 as well. Whoa, <laughs> that's that's pretty wild there. Step there. Um, yeah, I, I feel again, a lot of a lot of the bull picks um, until you know a few days before will I, I I'm mainly going off of gut here and and knowing feeling better about what Iowa has to offer over USC. USC just seems to be overrated every year. Um, and they show flashes, but they can't sustain it. I like what Iowa's done this year. Uh, they're always going to be well-coached um, and prepared and play with their tails on fire, and um, I think that's exactly what they do in this one. I think their defense will slow down USC. Their offense will do just enough, and uh, at only minus at only two um, points that you have to cover, I certainly like Iowa um, to cover that, that game by at least a field goal. So give me Iowa um, minus two out of 15.
0: All right, I'm gonna be throwing a little bit of an audible here on my picks. I uh, originally had a different one here on this next one, and I just just looking over my notes, just slapped myself across the face and said, "What are you thinking?" And that bowl is the Cheez It Bowl, which is on Friday at 10:15 Eastern Time. Air Force and Washington State are squaring off. Air Force is giving three points on that game. I originally had Washington State at a 29. Again, I don't know what I was thinking. I did these kind of last minute. Um, So I'm going to flip that. I'm going to take an Air Force minus the points there. I'm going to keep it at a 29. I'm pretty dang confident. They are much better against the spread this season. Um, And when it comes right down to it, Washington State's got a really good offense, but they have no defense. And so Air Force is able to get it done down in Phoenix, Arizona in the Cheez-It Bowl, minus three Lock it in at a twenty
1: nine. Yeah, I like Arizona or Air Force and what they've done. The only thing that has that I'm hesitant reason I'm hesitant to take Air Force is I keep harping on triple option teams or just spread option teams and bowl games are a little bit. You, you see them struggle a little bit more because these teams have more time to prepare, put a game plan together and, and practice to, you know, to. To stop the, this type of deceptive attack, um, and because of that, I like the opposite side. I like Washington State at a 17 confidence rating um, to put up enough points to where Air Force just can't keep can't score enough quickly enough to get back in this game. So um, I think it'll be an interesting game, but I like uh, Washington State's prolific offense to. Uh, put up enough points to put Air Force on the ropes and eventually deliver the knockout. Um, so at a 17, I like Washington State to cover, especially getting the points.
0: Pierce, in the Camping World Bowl, which is on Saturday, December 28th at noon Eastern time, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish and the Iowa State Cyclones will be squaring off. Notre Dame is going to be giving three and a half points on that game. Um, and I like the Fighting Irish in that at a 13 13- uh, for any for no other reason other than the fact that I think that they are a le- more legit team than Iowa State. Iowa State has the uh, you know upset factor with their games, but it's usually at home where they it plays a little bit slower. And I think that Notre Dame down in Mickey Mouse House is able to get it done. Give me the Fighting Irish.
1: Uh, I don't really need to to harp on this game too much or 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 anything because you covered that very well. I, I agree with all those points, um, and so much so that. I have uh, Notre Dame at a 37 confident rating. I just think that they're – we've seen them. We saw them in person this year. We, we followed them. I, I, I did follow Iowa State being a Big 12 guy. Um, and they, they were more consistent this year than I think they ever have been. But you hit the nail on the head here. Notre Dame's the more talented team. Uh, Iowa State's having to leave their friendly confines of their stadium um, where they seem to grow that grass as high as your knee – and you can't really run as fast, Um, they won't have that issue. I like Notre Dame to cover this one fairly easily.
0: In the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, not sure why they added the Classic to it, but in the Cotton Bowl in Jerry World, the Memphis Tigers and the Penn State Nittany Lions will be squaring off. Another team without their head coach, Mike Norvell, of course, going down to take the job down at Florida State. Memphis will be receiving six and a half points on the game, and because of Mike Norvell's absence, I'm taking the Penn State Nittany Lions at a 33 in the Cotton Bowl.
1: I Again, I agree 100% with you on this one. Um Uh, if Mike Norvell was was still at Memphis I think I would have been more inclined to take Memphis with the points Um, I think this was a pretty big blow for them and I like Penn State just having a little bit more talent from top to bottom um, to come in here and and get the job done by by more than a touchdown I've got this game at an 18 um, confidence rating Penn State to cover the points
0: all right Pierce so we're going to preview the we're not going to preview them we're going to just talk very briefly on our picks for the playoff games here because they are the next two bowl games to be played we'll come out with a preview podcast next week where we go in depth with our thoughts on the games Uh, but so really quickly we're just going to talk about who we think is going to win and the first bowl we're going to be or first playoff game we're going to be talking about is the chick-fil-a peach bowl on saturday at four eastern between the oklahoma sooners and the lsu tigers oklahoma is receiving 13 and a half points which is a pretty big spread for a playoff game I think that LSU is legit I think LSU wins the game I think they win by uh by at least 10 I just don't know I just don't in good conscience I can't take 13 and a half points in a playoff game if only because wishful thinking I don't want to watch that blowout in a playoff game so I have confidence in Jalen Hurts and company that they are able to help hold it a little bit closer um, I have such confidence that I put Oklahoma at a 36.
1: Wow so I have uh, 35 confidence rating on this game, and I have the opposite side. Um, I just think it's it's hard for me. Maybe I'm a little bit blinded by this. It's just hard at first glance to, to think that Oklahoma's that much further ahead than Georgia. And um, seeing what LSU did to Georgia, how can you not take the Tigers? Um, so I like... LSU to cover two touchdowns here um, at a 35 confidence rating.
0: All right. The other playoff game is the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl at 8 p.m. out in Arizona, and that is between the Clemson Tigers and the Ohio State Buckeyes. Clemson is favored by two points when we picked it, and I am going to take Clemson at a 20 confidence. Um, This one was a little bit more back and forth, but I just went with who I think is going to win, and I think that's going to be Clemson. What about you?
1: I agree. Um, I have Clemson at a 30 confidence rating. I just think that they've got a little bit of the right mojo going right now. And I know it's gotten a little bit old from an outside perspective, uh, the whole narrative that Dabo Sweeney's trying to spin that they're not respected. And I, I can understand why, but you're still in the playoffs, man. Like you're still, everyone knows you're the reigning champs. You've got, the stud quarterback Pro- probably in my opinion I think he's the the most talented the best quarterback in the country um just when you look at what even when he doesn't have necessarily his best stuff he's uh he's a leader and um will will his team to victory so because of that it's hard to go against Ohio State cuz I think they've got a very good team but I like Clemson to uh to to get the edge here um and I've got him at a 30 confidence rating
0: I don't know if I said it but I've got them at a 20 I think I did say that, but whatever. Anyway, so we've got the, we're both pretty confident in the Clemson Tigers. All right, friend of the podcast, Kate's Culpepper, Pepper, works for Serve Pro, and their bowl is the Serve Pro First Responders Bowl on Monday at twelve thirty Eastern Time. That's between Western Kentucky and Western Michigan. Western Kentucky is going to be giving three and a half points on that game. Uh, I know very this was the last. Quite frankly, this was the last pick that I made because I was like, eh? I. I don't know what to do here. Um, It's not a super big spread. I don't know much about either of these teams. One of them is in our backyard up in Bowling Green, but, you know, they're not a great team necessarily. So I did put this at an eight. I'm not very confident, but I'm going to take Western Michigan plus the points.
1: Uh, Again, I'm on the opposite side. um, And it's funny you, again, took the words out of my mouth. I, I just feel a little bit better about Western Kentucky knowing what they've brought to the table in, in prior years. Um, Western Michigan had that good run and they still have uh, a good team. I just don't know if, if they have enough in this game. I like Western Kentucky at a 19. I got boxed in a little bit there, Uh, (laughs) but let's live, live on the wild side, 19 Western Kentucky to, uh, to, to cover this game. Um, and win the Pro First Responders Bowl.
0: There you go. The Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl, we're just gonna call it the Music City Bowl in our backyard, uh, is going to be on Monday at four PM Eastern Time. And that's gonna be be bleh, be between the Mississippi State Bulldogs and the Louisville Cardinals. Mississippi State is going to be giving four points on that game, um, and I like them all day long. I like them a lot more than four points worth. Um, Again, Pierce, when I see a team statistically who's giving up more yards than they are getting, and it's not a lot, but Louisville is one of those teams I just don't have a ton of confidence in them. Um, I think that Mississippi State uh, is able to get it done in the Music City Bowl, and I've got this at a fourteen.
1: Man, you're making me want to uh, second guess my pick here. After after some of those things you just said, uh, I'm on the opposite side here. Um, and I felt better about this confidence rating before you said what you just said. I'm gonna go uh, Louisville at 21. I think that I I think that again, Mississippi State is a team that people thought they were gonna do well last year. They they underachieved this year you could you could maybe argue the same thing Uh, they might be right around where I think they they are I didn't think Louisville would be here um coach Satterfield who came over from App State has really done a good job of coaching them up um and getting them prepared week in and week out um especially given that they lost a number of talented players from the Petrino uh days um in Louisville I like them to be motivated in this one and Coach Satterfield to have a great game plan and to uh, to cover this matchup. I've got Louisville at a 21 confidence rating.
0: All right. The next game is the Red Box Bowl. That is Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, the Cal Golden Bears and the Illinois Fighting Illini will be squaring off in Santa Clara, California, and that is... Uh, spread when we picked it was Cal giving seven points uh, Two teams Pierce after I just made that whole big thing about how I don't like a team who gives up more yards than they get. Uh, both of these teams fall under that category. So it kind of had to throw that out the window for me. Uh, so what I went down to when I made this pick was the record against the spread on the season. And. Illinois took that on uh, or took that battle. Uh, they are eight and four against the spread on the season, whereas Cal is six and six. I think that Illinois is not a team. They're full of players who don't really have this shot regularly. This is a big deal that Illinois is here versus Cal is expected to be relatively good every single season. So, um, or at least they are in a conference and, and, you know, have the history of being relatively good every season, whereas Illinois is not a football team historically. So I think that Illinois is a little bit more fired up and I think that they are able to cover that seven point spread. I have it at a 22 in the red box bowl,
1: man, uh 22 for me as well at confidence rating on this one, but I'm on the other side. I, I, I like Cal in this one. Maybe I'm blinded. I thought Cal would have at least one more win this year. Um, they've got a great, great secondary on defense. Um, look for them to shut down any, any, any passing threat on the day from Illinois. They're going to have to play smash mouth football and, uh, win this one on the ground. Um, and I like Cal to put up some points and Illinois has overachieved this year. I would say, um, under Lovey Smith, I, I, this was one of those games where when you, when we were going through the matchups, I went, something's wrong here. Illinois is not a bowl team. They didn't win six games. Nevertheless, though, Illinois is in. And uh, as a result of me thinking that how in the world is Illinois here, maybe I'm blinded a little bit by that, but I like Cal to cover the seven here at a 22 confidence rating.
0: The Capital One Orange Bowl is Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And that game is between the Florida Gators and the Virginia Cavaliers. Florida is going to be giving 14 and a half points. Fresh off of their loss, they're absolutely just walloping in the ACC championship. I wasn't sure what to do with this one necessarily. I don't know if that fires up Virginia or if it hurts them even further, but I think Florida's a pretty dang good team at the end of the day. They're eight and four on the season against the spread, um, and I think that they're able to get it done. That 14 and a half points, they cover it, and I've got that at a 35. Lock it in for me.
1: Yeah, this one, uh, I've I've liked Virginia all year. Um, mm-hmm. They've They've been nice to me covering some of these spreads. I will say their their biggest crutches is blocking um and line of, and uh, and rushing the passer both both sides of the line of scrimmage here um for Virginia they struggle um and that's a strength of Florida I think this will be a lower scoring game um, and in that you, usually when you say lower scoring game you don't expect a team to cover a larger spread like this but I I do I unless Bryce Perkins just Absolutely turns into uh, Superman here. I don't. I don't see him having uh, enough at his disposal and enough help from his teammates to pull out this victory, let alone cover. Um, and because of that, I like Trask to put up put up uh, enough points to cover this spread. So I have Florida at a twenty three percent, twenty three confidence rating um, to cover the spread.
0: Another ACC-SEC matchup is the Belk Bowl, which is the Tuesday at noon game, Tuesday the 31st, and that's between the Virginia Tech Hokies and the Kentucky Wildcats. Kentucky is going to be getting... Three points on that game. Um, I have Kentucky because against the spread on the season, they're nine and three. Um, and when, you know, there's, uh, there's a few things I go through when I'm looking to do my picks on things like this. And statistically, they're pretty dang even offensively. These two teams are only a couple of yards, um, you know, separate them on the season. But the Kentucky defense is better substantially than not substantially, but they are better overall than Virginia tech. So I'm going to take Kentucky in the Belk bowl. Um, it's it was hard for me to do that if only because of the fact that Virginia tech is coming off of that loss, uh, the, the 15 year streak versus Virginia being, um, broken. So they're going to be fired up, but I think that Kentucky is just better. And I think that Kentucky wins the game by those, or, or rather they cover this three point spread and uh, I have that at a 17.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I think Kentucky, in these type of games, I think they're fairly even. Um, you, I tend to side with the points um, when in doubt, and uh, I, I like what Kentucky's done this year. I love the stat you just read, 9-3 and three against the spread. That, uh, that makes me even more confident in the Wildcats of Kentucky. Uh, I have Kentucky getting three points in this one at a 24 confidence rating. Um, you also hit on the offenses being very similar. Remember, Kentucky's... Essentially, had their uh, wide receiver playing quarterback for half the season. Um, so it's pretty pretty crazy to think that even even if he's still the the quarterback in this game, I, I'm not sure how that stands right now. Um, if they're uh, the starting quarterback got healthy or not, but if uh, even if uh, Bowden is uh, the quarterback, um, given you know multiple weeks to prepare, I like Kentucky in this one. Um, I think they'll be motivated and uh and and really want to build for the future. I think they're gonna gonna pull this one out, especially getting three points. I like Kentucky Wildcats at twenty four.
0: All right. And the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, which I didn't know that was a thing and I'm just I have no words for the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl is Tuesday the 31st at 2 p.m. Eastern time and that is between the Florida State Seminoles and the Arizona State Sun Devils. Pierce both of these teams are not necessarily the greatest they're not good against the spread they give up more points or they give up more yards than they get Um, but I can't in good conscience pick Florida State favored or give or rather let me back up I can't in good conscience pick Florida State as a Florida State fan and watching them play Uh, they are going to be getting four and a half points but i'm going to take Arizona State um, if only because it'll you know kind of tamper the sadness a little bit when Florida State loses i'll be happy because i won the bet uh, and i've got that at 11 confidence
1: yeah i um I think uh this is one of those games again where you're gonna see Arizona State really use this as a springboard for next season Jaden Daniels their uh, true freshman quarterback um is is a potential budding star. Um and I think Herm Edwards will will certainly have these guys motivated to play. And these type of games against a traditional traditionally top school in Florida State. Um, you're seeing some guys leave for the NFL. Cam Akers has declared and is not playing in this game. Um I think uh that's gonna be a massive blow for them. He's really been one of their only consistent pieces this entire year. Um so I like Arizona State to cover the spread here. Um, and really use this game as a springboard going into next season.
0: The AutoZone... Oh, Lib- and oh. I
1: have that at a 25 confidence rating Arizona State.
0: There you go. The AutoZone Liberty Bowl is between Navy and Kansas State. That game is at 345 Eastern Time on Tuesday the 31st. Navy is going to be giving two and a half points. ESPN's FPI index, or uh, that's redundant, FPI has... Uh, Kansas State favored to win the game or more likely to win the game, but I'm going with Navy and I'm going with Navy at a 24, um, if only because it's kind of a pick, a straight up pick em. And I know that you said the whole thing about triple option teams and yada, 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 but I'm rolling with Navy in the Liberty Bowl.
1: Yeah, I like uh, Navy, especially coming off there, um, winning the Commander in Chief trophy makes me want to uh, side with the midshipmen. Again, I have trouble taking triple option teams um, just with the long time to prepare. I think Kansas State, I think both teams are going to be equal talent-wise, but I think Kansas State will come out um, motivated in this one and uh, only having to really worry about the run. I don't think Navy will have enough um, offense to to really put up enough points to to win this game. So give me Kansas State at a 26 confidence rating. Um, to upset the Navy midshipmen.
0: In the Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl, the Georgia State, what are they, the Panthers? Yeah, the Georgia State Panthers. One time I got that wrong in a podcast and I got chewed out by Casey, so I got to make sure I get that right. The Georgia State Panthers and the Wyoming Cowboys will be squaring off in the Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl. Georgia State is going to be picking up seven points on that matchup, and I like the Panthers in this game, and I but I don't like them very much. I like them at a six Ultimately, Uh, let's see if they can cap off a pretty good season for them.
1: Yeah, I'm alarmed at what I have this game at. Um, Wish I could go back and change it confidence rating wise. I do know a little bit more about Wyoming. They've been around the block a little bit longer than Georgia State, but it's hard in these type of games to go against a team from the state of Georgia and just from the South in general. Um, So I like... Georgia State to to cover this game at a 27 confidence rating. Again, I'd, I'd probably go back and change that and lower that a little bit, but um, it's one of those things where uh, what's done is done, but I still like Georgia State to win this game. Um, so give me the Panthers at a 27 27 confidence rating.
0: The Valero Alamo Bowl is between the Utah Utes and the Texas Longhorns. Utah fresh off their loss. They could have been in the playoffs. They could have been a contender. But instead, they lost the Pac-12 championship, and they are headed to the Alamo Bowl to take on Texas. And I think they get fired up. I think they know it should have been them, and they have a pretty good team this season. They will be giving seven points on the game. Texas uh, got lucky last year when they beat Georgia, because Georgia just doesn't do well in bowls when there's nothing on the line, in my opinion. So I'm going to take Utah at a 31. I think that they get it done all day long in the Alamo Alamo Bowl.
1: Oh, man. Every single game that we've had the same confidence rating, we've gone different sides. Oh, it's
0: going to be interesting.
1: Uh, I have this at a 31 confidence rating. Also, I am on the other side. Uh, Maybe I'm a little bit blinded by the fact that Texas – had that game last year against an undermanned Georgia team that just it showed they didn't care in the game, and Texas did. I think uh, you'll see a little bit of the same in this one. I think I want to believe in Utah. I've, I've, I've liked them all year. They were my pick to win the Pac-12. But I didn't see enough from them in the Pac-12 championship game. They they struggled mightily. And outside of Zach Moss, um, they didn't have all that much going for them. Y- Oregon had a great game plan going into that game and had some very good effort um, from from some notable players. Uh, Brady Breeze in the back end at safety was phenomenal. I think Texas is going to do enough on the ground um, and through the air here to cover this spread, um, getting seven points. I think Texas is just as, as talented, if not more. I think Utah will be a little bit sluggish and, and upset about like you harped on, they could be they could have been in the playoffs right now and I think they realize that even more knowing that you know the chips didn't fall their way and they really blew an opportunity. Um, so I think you'll see them struggle a little bit and knowing that similar the same scenarios last year, I think Texas will be use that as motivation and come out and uh, have a healthier team and, and, and cover this seven point spread um I think they, they'll win the game outright actually.
0: The Outback Bowl is Wednesday, January 1st at 1 p.m. Eastern time. The Minnesota Golden Gophers and the Auburn Tigers will be squaring off in that one. Minnesota is going to be picking up seven and a half points uh, on that game. This was one that I I really just – my, my gut was go with Auburn, go with Auburn, go with Auburn, and so I did ultimately do that, but I just feel like Minnesota's at a point right now where you can't count them out, so I don't feel super confident in it. I am taking Auburn at a three because of that not being super confident. These are teams are very comparable, um, but ultimately I gave the nod to Auburn because they're better against the spread. They're 9-3 and three against the spread um, as opposed to Minnesota's 7-4. and four. So even that's pretty comparable, but I'm going to go historically with uh, Auburn in this game team uh bloom and onion over coconut shrimp <laughs> uh
1: i am I'm, I'm with you on this one i like auburn and to to cover this spread of seven and a half going against minnesota and and um the whole row the boat up there um in minnesota i i've liked what they've done this year i think they coach fleck has that team moving in the right direction i think they they have a good team they had a great year i I just don't think they have the talent um, to compete with Auburn, especially given that Auburn has some guys that are coming back to play in this bowl game. Most notably, and arguably one of their better players in the last decade, Derek Brown, um, just a truly phenomenal player. I think uh, Minnesota will have trouble moving the ball on that defense, and as a result, you'll see uh, Bo or I'm sorry, um, Bo Nix. I was going to say Bo Scarborough. I don't know why I had a brain fart there. Um, Bo Nix, I think given three weeks to, to, for of bowl preparation, will go do wonders for his career. He really, uh, started to turn it on late there. Um, and I think that it's just too little, too late for Minnesota. I think there's too much talent on this Auburn team. Um, so I have Auburn at the t- tippy top of my confidence rating at 39.
0: Wow. I was not as confident in that see if uh, yeah you, see what you, happens
1: you there you're you're leading it off and and you're making such good points. There are some games where I felt really good about my picks, and some where I've been like, uh. um, and this was one where uh again, I think it's a very public play, but I just like the talent on that Auburn has. I just think they're a better team. They come out and are um playing hundred percent to their ability. I think there's no way that Minnesota can cover this spread, so uh, give me the Tigers.
0: Well, I'm giving the nod to a different Alabama team for my top confidence, and that's going to be in the VRBO, or Verbo, depending on how you ask, Citrus Bowl. That is on Wednesday, January 1st at 1 p.m. Eastern time between the Michigan Wolverines and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Michigan is going to be picking up seven points. Both of these teams' last game was losing to their arch-nemesis rivals, Uh, so both teams theoretically should be fired up, uh, and Not super comparable as far as, you know, their stats go, but uh, the ratio of what they do versus offense and defense is pretty comparable at the end of the day. But Nick Saban's team does not lose two in a row. They do not do that, especially when they feel like they uh, were slighted in the Auburn game. So I think that they go out and they crush Michigan. Absolutely crush Michigan. I'm taking Alabama minus the seven at 39 confidence.
1: Yeah, it... I was just kind of thinking about what I was going to say in this one and all the points I was going to make. And, uh, it, it, I, I, I got a little, uh, little humor out of it because it's, it's how far has Alabama fallen just in those last two, three weeks of the season? Um, I'm not necessarily a believer in Mac Jones and what he brings. Um, I do think this is a little bit different of a situation in years past, I think they this Alabama team might have just laid down and um, you know just played at fifty percent um, as far as a want to win the game. Um, it's more about survival in these type of things for for an Alabama team. However, I think losing to Auburn, not making the SEC championship, feeling like they were so close uh, when Tua was there or when Tua was healthy um, to to reaching the playoffs, I think that. They'll come out a little bit more motivated. I think that Saban will use the time to get some of their younger players in, and I think when you always when you do that in a bowl game like this, it's certainly you got to be wary and not, you know, and and that these guys aren't overwhelmed by the the whole scene and the game itself. But um, a lot of times, the trade off is you get guys who really go out there and play with their tails on fire. So as a result, I think Alabama will win this. I have them at a twenty-eight confidence rating um, to to go in go into this game and and really put a put a beat down on Michigan, um, who really underachieved this year again um, under under Harbaugh. So uh, give me give me Alabama Crimson Tide over the Michigan Wolverines.
0: In the Rose Bowl game, which is at five Eastern on the first, is the are the I should say the Oregon Ducks and the Wisconsin Badgers. Oregon is going to be picking up two and a half points on that game, um, and I, with a confidence point or confidence rating of 32, am going to take the Badgers. I think that ultimately Jonathan Taylor is able to send, get his proper send off and Wisconsin in the Rose bowl, which they've been in before and, and done relatively well. And I think that Wisconsin wins and I'm taking that at a 32 confidence.
1: Yeah, I wrestled with this one um, just because I, uh, I guess recency bias. I having watched what Oregon did compared to what Wisconsin did, um, I really did like though what Wisconsin how they played in against Ohio State. They really had Ohio State on the ropes. Um, the, the I think one of the only issues is they just seemed to score a little bit too quickly. It allowed Ohio State to get the ball back very quickly um, and and get as many drives as they can. You've seen Ohio State doesn't need a lot of time to score, um, but. That being said, I, I I liked what Wisconsin did over this Oregon team. I think I'm still a little bit cons- – I just don't know if I can trust Oregon's offense. And I feel like in these bowl games, if you have a little bit shaky quarterback play, as long as you have a very stout running game, and Wisconsin definitely does, the running game will always travel. I like Jonathan Taylor to have have a big game in this one. Um I think Oregon's close, but you're going to see they just don't quite have enough this year to to really, like, they obviously didn't make the playoffs. I just don't think, I like I like what Wisconsin brings to the table more in this, so I feel more confident about Wisconsin to upset the Oregon Ducks at a 29 confidence rating and, and win the Rose Bowl.
0: In the All-State Sugar Bowl, we have a Georgia versus Baylor uh, the are the uh, spread on that Pierce is Georgia giving six and a half points. And I <laughs> very emphatically circled Baylor on my sheet. I think that they um, are in potential upset alert. I think that they could potentially pull it off versus the Bulldogs. Uh, by all intents and purposes, Georgia does have what we would consider a better team just based on their record, um, or not record, but I guess based on their strength of schedule and all that nature and everything of that, uh, you know, but I think that they just have proven that they don't get up for bowls that don't mean anything. And Baylor is pumped to be here. They are super excited. Um, So I'm going to take Baylor. I don't know if I'm confident in them winning the game per se, but I've learned as a Georgia fan, not to bet on us in the bowls that don't mean anything. So I'm going to take Baylor at a five.
1: Yeah. I'll throw this out there um, for everybody that's listening. Fade me in this game. Um, Fade what I'm about to say Because it's very Biased Um, All the things you hit on Are the reason I like Georgia In this one I am very nervous about how confident I am in this one because at first glance It's just it sets up so well For a Baylor team Um, They have nothing to lose Yes I think they're going to be disappointed That they didn't win the Big 12 championship However That can be erased very quickly by a win against a very good Georgia team. I think uh I think ultimately though the talent is on Georgia's is in Georgia's favor um certainly here. We'll see how everything pans out as far as some of the youth that's put into this game. I think you'll see some guys you know playing some significant minutes who are are really haven't played all that much this year. Um, and I think that youthful energy will, will help this Georgia team. I think uh, at first glance I was worried, really, really worried, I should say, about Georgia's offensive line play, losing their left tackle and right tackle. While I don't expect it to be better, um, if we had those guys, then if we had those guys, I still don't think there will be too big of a drop-off with Cade Mays, and uh, there's some more talent behind um, the, the, the left and right tackles, tackle starters um, that will not be playing in this game. I think that uh, the line will be fine. Um, we'll see about DeAndre Swift. If he ends up playing, I think that could be the difference. So give me Georgia. I unfortunately wish I could have taken this at like a 2 uh, confidence rating. Um, it was one I got boxed into, and as a result, I put 33
0: wow. on this
1: game. And I awesome. think I feel better. If if I was going to go high confidence rating, I, feel, I honestly feel better about taking Baylor. Um, which is why I said fade me in this one. Uh, But at the end of the day, I could not not take Georgia. Sure. So as a result, um, 33 on Georgia to cover this spread and and, and make up for that lackluster performance in last year's bowl.
0: On Thursday, January 2nd at 3 p.m. Eastern, the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl will be between the Boston College Eagles and the Cincinnati Bearcats. Uh, Cincinnati is giving seven points on that game, so Boston College will be picking up that score. Um, And I've been saying it all podcast long, I don't trust a team that's giving up more yards than they are getting. So I am going to be taking the Cincinnati Bearcats at a 25 on that game. They're just the better team, and I think that they do it by 10.
1: So this is my second highest rated Confidence rating of the of the bowl season. I really like what Cincinnati did this year. They have um, they just couldn't quite get over the hurdle that was the Memphis Tigers um, until the end of the year. I believe it was. Did they win that that championship game, or did Memphis end up pulling it out? Uh, I, I, I don't know why I'm one playing. I'll tell you Regardless, they've they've whether they won or lost, they played great football in those in those two games and really hung with Memphis. Um, I, they I, lost I, both of them Both of them, that's what I thought um, I think that they'll want to erase this bad taste in their mouth Going up against a Power 5 That always lends itself to, to the underdog To the non-Power 5 school in these type of games Because they'll be so motivated um, And want to prove the world and shock the world And show that they can win a big time game like this I don't know if BC quite has um, the talent on their side of the ball uh, to, to get this one done I like what Cincinnati brings and as a result I have Cincinnati to win this game at a 38 confidence rating
0: all right the tax slayer gator bowl is Thursday at 7 p.m eastern time and will be between the Indiana Hoosiers and the Tennessee Volunteers um, Pierce that line is Indiana receiving a point and a half so basically you're picking who you think going to win and I'm just giving the nod to Tennessee they went on a Tear at the end of the season, um, and I think they're finally getting their legs underneath them and right at the right time. So I do think that Tennessee gets it done, and I'm going to block this in at 38 confidence.
1: I love it. I love it. I'm not too far behind here. Uh, I have this one at a 34, um, and I have Tennessee. I for all the reasons you just mentioned, they really turned it on. Um, and and even when they were losing some of those games, and it, you know, as a Tennessee fan, you wanted to to pull your hair out as a, as just a casual observer, I felt more confident this season in Tennessee and what they were doing than in years past, um, even in some of their losing efforts. And then I think all that work that they put in this season really play, really, really showed itself and, and, and proved that Tennessee is starting to get this thing at least appear to turn this thing around. Um, so as a result, I just I, I just feel more confident in Tennessee being able to put up some points and also playing, um, you know, very tough on defense. And I don't I don't feel as confident in Indiana um, as I do Tennessee. So take the balls, um, take them big uh, to cover the one and a half point spread.
0: All right, Piers. in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl on Friday, January 3rd at 3 p.m. or 3.30 Eastern time, uh, it is the Ohio Bobcats and the Nevada Wolfpack. Uh, This one is one that I was like, I don't know much about these teams, but I do know one thing, and that is that I don't pick teams that give more or or rather um, you can get more. Sorry, you can't <laughs> are giving more yards than they're getting. God, God, I'm getting tired here at the 105 mark. Um, so for that reason, Pierce, the spread being seven and a half points, I even though that's a big one to me, I am going to take the Bobcats and I'm going to take them at a 26 versus the Wolfpack.
1: Yeah, I uh, I'm I'm on Ohio here. I I wrestled with this fact, but uh, ultimately felt much better about Ohio, um, given the fact that four of Nevada's top defensive players have been suspended. Um, it's also very tough against teams or when a team lost essentially all of its defensive staff. Um, it'll be hard. It's hard for me to envision this defense really playing, playing their tails off for their head coach. I think morale will be a little bit, <clears throat> a little bit low in this one. Um, and I like what Ohio Ohio's done the, at the end of the year, um, becoming bowl eligible, and uh, they they prove that they always have a tough team. I think uh, with an undermanned Nevada team, they won't have enough to to end up pulling out this victory. As a result, I have Ohio at sixteen.
0: All right couple more to pick here and then we'll wrap it up. The Lockheed Martin armed forces bowl is taking place on Saturday, January 4th at 1130 Eastern time. The Southern Miss golden Eagles and the Tulane green wave will be the two teams squaring off in that one. Uh, Mississippi Southern Mississippi is going to be picking up seven points on the game. And I am going to take Southern Mississippi on that. Um, I don't have a ton of confidence in this or rather I do. I have a lot of confidence points because of the whole getting boxed in thing at the end. I just didn't know what to do with this game. Uh, seven points felt like a lot to me. Um, so I am going to take Southern Miss against my better judgment at a 16.
1: I'm i uh, I'm on my opposite side of this one. Although I'm with you. I'm not, not very confident. I, I like I I have p- picked Tulane throughout the season and followed them. I think this was uh, arguably one of their better years in the last ten to fifteen years um, for the Green Wave. <clears throat> Southern Miss is a tricky team because when they have good teams that that make bowl games, they tend to have darn good teams. Um, and and I think they're both going to be fairly familiar with each other, being very close to one another um, in relation to geographical locations. Um, but I'm going to have to give the nod to the Tulane green wave. Uh, but I'm not very confident in this one. I have Tulane at my lowest confidence rating of one.
0: All right. The Lending Tree Bowl is on Monday, January 6th. That's 730 <clears throat> Eastern time down in Mobile, Alabama and Louisiana Monroe. Uh, no, sorry. Not Louisiana Monroe, Louisiana Lafayette, region Cajuns. You did that last night. Well, they've got they don't specify; it just says Louisiana, and you don't know if it's ULM or U L whatever La off whatever they. Yeah, say. it
1: used to be just ULL.
0: Yeah, and, and now, now it's, it's you. It's
1: like yeah, La off. It's weird.
0: Whatever the region Cajuns and the Miami of Ohio Redhawks will be squaring off. In the Lending Tree Bowl, the spread on that Pierce is Louisiana giving 14 points. I don't think a lot of people are wondering who's gonna win this game. It's pretty clear that Louisiana is the better team, but will they do it by two touchdowns? Ooh. I'm going to say no, but I'm going to put it at a one confidence. I'm taking Miami of Ohio at a one only because 14 feels like a lot to me in a bowl game. And I know that doesn't really mean a lot of stuff. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette is pretty dang good. This is a lot closer to them being uh, in Alabama just down the road. But I just can't confidently, not knowing much about these teams, take them at minus 14. So for that reason, I'm going to take Miami of Ohio at a very timid one.
1: So I'm also with you on this one. I don't have much confidence in this. Um, I did go against my one of my main sayings in bowl games, when in doubt, take the points, especially when you're getting 14. Um, but like I said, I went against this. I think that UL Lafayette shows no signs of slowing down. They had a great season, and I look for them to to continue that here and be very motivated against the Miami team. Um who I'm sure will will keep this close early, um, but look for Louisiana Lafayette uh, to cover this spread um, and having the more talented team, in my opinion, um, cover by more than 14. So UL Lafayette at a seven confidence rating to close out bowl week uh, or bowl season and headed into the national championship.
0: All right, that's going to do it on our confidence ranking of the 2019-2020 bowl schedule. We will have an episode for you on Christmas nice little Christmas surprise as you are trying to wind down and get away from family because they're driving you insane after waking up at 5 a.m. to open presents, sneak away, listen to us break down the quote-unquote big six bowls, all of the ones that are rotating uh, for playoff spots. So we're going to break those down a little bit. You've already heard who we think are going to win, but we're just going to talk about more in depth about our thoughts there Um, and might drop a surprise or two. So go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss that. When a new episode is released, share it with friends and family. Uh, maybe you are uh, you can bond over your rivalry of, you know, who you think is going to win, Virginia Tech, Kentucky, those kinds of things. So uh, if you're not following us on social media, you can find all those links in the show notes below. We'll be sure to keep you up to date as we're watching all of the goodies. Enjoy bowl season. There's a lot of football in front of your eyeballs for the next few weeks, and it's certainly a good time before it's gone for a lot of months and it's very sad.
1: Yep, look forward to it. T- don't take it for granted. This is uh this is uh one of the best times of the year for college football and I know it's hard to get over the fact that the season's about to end. Um, and there will be a long time without it but but cherish it while it's here because this is a this is an extremely exciting time of the year this is one of my favorite things to do is pick bowl games so um, enjoy it everyone and don't don't take it for granted
0: absolutely so for the sibling rivalry podcast we wish you a Merry Christmas and we'll speak to you again real soon I'm Madison
1: and I'm Pierce stay blessed y'all he his dad, racing horses. Each he
0: ate plus a dozen. Horses we <laughs>